Actually, this is as real as it gets. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Guest Berry Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio, In Your Face. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show, and we, we've had a lot going on lately, a lot of great guests coming on the show, and a lot of uh, things happening. Uh, tonight, we have a great guest uh, on deck. Uh, she's with the Travel Channel. She's a host of the uh, popular show, Food Wars, and uh, she also hosts a few other shows. She has a lot of things going on. And I don't think we're going to have the opportunity to touch on everything that she has going on, but for sure we're going to have um, we're going to have a better uh, view on uh, who she is and what she's doing. And trust me, once you find out more about her, you're going to like like everyone else does. You're going to want to follow her career because it's just getting brighter and brighter. Okay, but without uh, further ado, uh, let's uh, bring on Travel Channel's Food Wars host. Camille Ford. Camille, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. How are you? I'm so awesome. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm excited to have you on the show. So much. Yeah. How are we going to even cover everything we have to talk about? I we don't, have to talk really, really fast. I think so. No, I don't. I, that's like that Matchbox car guy. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't talk that fast, so forget about it. But you know, you uh, you've done a lot of things. You're the uh, the host of Food Wars. I love that show on, on the Travel Channel. I know you were doing something in Maine with that, but we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, you you host uh, another show on HDTV, I think, um, or is on the Travel Channel, uh, Design Wars. Yeah, Design Wars on HGTV. Okay, yep. yeah, okay. That then that's. Only uh, part of what you do. Uh, you also, from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're you're an ambassador for Lululemon. Yeah. What's up with that? Oh my gosh, just fun spandex wearing awesomeness. Nice. Uh, yeah, basically, I teach like skateboarding workshops and rock climbing workshops and slacklining workshops, and basically just get people out of their comfort zone because Lululemon is usually just yoga. Right. And I was like, you know, I don't really do yoga, but I do like adrenaline, and so they put me on as their rock star ambassador, which I thought was pretty awesome. Oh, so what are they calling it, kick ass or what? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so now, I mean, you're doing all this stuff in uh, TV and beyond that. Um, you know, how, how did all this stuff come to pass? How did you get started? I think it was just a life. You know, honestly, it's more than anything, it's just a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It was... I've always been super interested in food. I've always been super interested in travel, and I think a lot of people are. But um, I was lucky enough to move to New York and kind of pursue it in a little bit more focused way. And I think what made it unique is the fact that I came from such an adventurous world. You know, so I hadn't grown up in Manhattan, so I was super down to earth. I knew what it was like to kind of stand in line for the free lunch in the summertime. Mm -hmm. You know, like I didn't – I think that part of what makes me – so capable as a host, as a TV host, is the fact that I'm just a regular person that's actually curious. Yeah, well, that's that's good because I mean you're not afraid to take a chance. No, I in fact revel chances. I, I love them. 
I, I think so. <laughs> I think so. And you're, you're originally from uh, either, I think you're originally from Oregon, right? Yeah, Oregon. Well, I lived in Oregon and then Utah and then Arizona. I have six other brothers and sisters, and so my parents moved around a lot. So, you know, I kind of call all of them home. Oh, well, I mean, and, and that, I guess that moving around allowed you to encounter different types of people? Uh, yeah, <laughs> big time. From, like, the, the dykes on bikes, like, hippie parades in Eugene, to the super uber-conservative Mormons in Utah, and then just, like, the Ridem Cowboys of northern Arizona. It's, it's been a pretty eclectic yeah. life, for sure. Then you came to New York, you're like, oh, wow, I'm home. <laughs> seriously, seriously, that's you're exactly right. I think New York has it figured out. It's like it's got the city, it's got farms, it's got mountains, it's got lakes, it's got everything. Yeah, we we have, we have it all. No, New York is definitely the place to be. <laughs> all right, yeah. so, so let's talk about food wars. I, I mean, again, I, I I know my other question was kind of canned. Like, how did you get started in this? But I I have to have a lead in to uh, kind of tell your story because you, you didn't just jump into food wars. Something had to happen, uh, an opportunity had to open up, and that that's yeah. that's that's what I want to get to. How did that opportunity open up for you? So, as you know, in every business, it's all about who you know. Yeah. And one of the people, I had a three-bedroom apartment on the Upper West Side, and one of the guys that was subletting from me, I mean, I was just renting it, but he rented it from me off of Craigslist, and he was working for Rachel Ray at the time. Oh. And so he was kind of catching wind. He was a Harvard guy. No, excuse me, he was a Yale guy. He was in like, Yale Theater, Yale this. And so he was kind of connected to this very very underground world of like what's going on where the auditions are all this stuff mm -hmm. and so he kind of would keep me abreast of what was going on and then i would crash auditions you, you know what i mean you would just show up <laughs> yeah i would just show up and be like yeah of course i'm on the list uh <clears throat> i'm right after uh ryan yeah <laughs> nice. right ryan and you know it normally didn't pay off but in this one amazing totally serendipitous moment he was like hey cam here's the deal there's this audition. They're only looking for a dude. They want someone who's absolutely a chef. And I know you're not either of those things technically, but I think you're perfect for it. So we both went in for it. He did as well, and I did. And uh, unfortunately, we're not really friends anymore, and I think it has to do with the fact that he just couldn't handle my getting the show. Oh, poor baby. Boo-hoo. <laughs> but I mean, thank God for him because yeah. he's the one that. I mean, it was just connections. He found out about the audition. He told me they said it was for dudes only. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I'm not a dude, but I can probably kick most of their butts anyway, so I might as well go in. And within 48 hours, it was a signed done deal. Yeah, I mean, look at you now. You're you're the host of Food Wars. You go all over the place, and and, yeah. and you're kind of fierce because I uh, I mentioned earlier about uh, something in Maine. Uh, I think you were in Kenny uh, Kenny Bunkport or something. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that because I drove by there and I saw the sign, Food Wars. I said, what? And uh, actually, I, I couldn't stay for it because you, you were coming in the following week. But that, that, was, that was pretty cool, though. Um, what were you doing in Maine? I, I was in Kenny Bunk. What are you doing in old Kenny Bunk? Do you oh. like the lobster rolls? 
Yeah, the lobster rolls. I had to. I had to have the lobster rolls. No, I, I travel all over the place with the things that I do. So I, I like going to different places. Uh, but it was funny that I saw that there. I said, oh, that's pretty cool. But then that means you go to a lot of extreme places yourself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For the show and f- definitely not for the show. I mean, I don't know how extreme you want to get, but like I've stayed in tiny little huts in the middle of Alaska just kind of AT skiing my way to the next little hut, just chilling out, you know, eating moose burgers and hoping everything goes okay. <laughs> Crossing your fingers, saying, I hope this thing stays in my stomach. I'm yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's the thing. Is Like, for Food Wars, at least, I knew that it would be very American traditional food, right. which is fine, except for I hate chicken wings. You hate I chicken hate. wings? Oh, my God. I cannot stand them. I think they're so gross. I think they're so gross. So and, and, I'm and the second sh- what? Go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, the second episode we were ever doing. So all the clients are there. All the heads of Travel Channel are there. You know, and I've got this steaming plate of like hairy slime. They weren't slimy. They were good, but <laughs> in my mind, they were like just hairy, slimy chicken parts on a plate, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I'm going to eat these. <laughs> oh, that was the worst. Oh, actually, you're making me uh, not like them. <laughs> Seriously, well, work on a farm for a little bit and see how they make a chicken wing. And I mean, chickens have, like, hair on them. They have these weird little, like, hairy bits. So if you look close at a chicken wing, you're going to see their little hair sticking up. Oh, they have to wax them or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Brazilian chicken wax. Yeah, Brazilian ch- chicken wax. wax. Oh my god! Cock wax. That that can be a multi-million okay. dollar idea. Who knows? Seriously. <laughs> so, and, and you're also um, you're doing sassy pole girls, right? Yep, absolutely. Okay. All right, you're the owner of that that uh, bad boy, a bad girl. Uh, yes, that sassy girl. Yes. Yeah, a little, my sister and I actually. Oh, cool. So t- talk about it. Let's let's uh, find out what this is. I, I kind of have an idea, but uh, you, you're going to tell me. <laughs> well, it is mainly for women in their late 20s, early 30s, and above who just kind of want to get in touch with their feminine side, want to know what it's like to feel a little bit sexier, a little sassier, mm-hmm. and also want to get in great shape. So it's really just about fitness and about femininity. And I'm not a feminist, but I definitely believe in being feminine. Right. And that doesn't mean not being able to use a chainsaw or change a tire. It's just the confidence in knowing that as a woman, you have this ability to do things that the other part of the population can't, and, and, and reveling in that and kind of enjoying that. Uh, and pole dancing is not easy. I mean, uh, well, not pole dancing, but I guess what well, is I guess. No, yeah, it's not. I mean, yeah. I think there's this very weird stigma around it, but pole dancing, lap dancing, strip teasing, all of those things are an incredible workout incredible yeah you have to go up and down spin around and do all that stuff it's nice to look at but it takes a lot of work it's a lot of work and it also takes a lot of um it takes a lot of confidence and it takes a lot of ability to kind of be submissive Mm -hmm. and i think that a lot of women these days are kind of lacking that ability to kind of let go of their ego and be submissive and not and i don't mean in the club scene i mean very much one-on-one in a personal relationship, I think women forget that it's okay to be submissive and feminine and sexy, and that doesn't mean anything bad. Oh, that, that can be good. It all depends on what you're, what, you're, what you're looking for in your relationship. Well, yeah. I mean, I think Sassy Pole Girls is really just about helping relationships 
at the end of the day, it's about being a better woman because that makes you a better partner. No, that is true, and I and I hope that a lot of people heard that just now. <laughs> listen to listen to Cami. You have to listen to her. She knows what she's talking about. Uh, so so you're doing sassy pole grills. You're doing you're the host of Food Wars, Design Wars. Now, Design Wars is that uh, on demand? Uh, I don't. I think it's on demand. That's funny because I'm actually doing a show for on demand, and I don't even know if I'm on demand for on demand. I don't know. <laughs> I think it is. I think we I would have, assume so. I think we have to call on the man. We have to call somebody. We have to find out. We, we need I know. To f- you would think that I would know since I'm the one reading all the scripts. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm on demand. Yeah, you're on demand. You're in demand. <laughs> How do you like that? You are in yeah. demand. There you go. <laughs> you know, Perfect. So, and uh, well, what was the, you had, you had another, another show you were doing, uh, The Best Places? Oh, yeah, Best Places Ever. That was fun. That was just a bunch of Travel Channel hosts kind of getting together and collaborating on cool places that they've been or that they've seen. That was that was awesome to do. I mean, I think everyone should kind of sit down with their friends and be like, okay, best places ever, best pillow you've ever had in your life, best walk on the beach you've ever had, best place to get breakfast. It's like if you just, we don't need to sit and watch TV. We could actually have conversations about the places we've gone. And if you don't have a favorite place, then it's time to go explore. Ah, I like that. I like that. All right. That that sounds pretty cool. Now, beyond the TV, uh, your TV shows, beyond you being the ambassador for Lululemon, big shot that you are, um, you're doing a lot of amazing things. Uh, You are, uh, what do you do? You do something off-Broadway? You have something going on or you've done something? (laughs) Sorry. um, Do I have something off-Broadway right now? Not technically right now. Right now I'm just working on some fun webisodes, uh, some sketch comedy stuff. But but you've done you've done yeah okay that's yeah, that's what, that, that's what I'm talking about. You're so awesome, Lou. Thank you for thank you for getting to know me. I, I have thank to get to stalking know. me. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a way. I'm a st- stalker now. Oh my god. <laughs> so off Broadway, yes. Yeah. Uh, there was a play that my friend had written, and I just loved it. I loved how controversial it was, and right. I loved kind of how intimate it was. And so I just figured, why not raise a couple thousand dollars, like. $14,000, get a bunch of people that I trust and know, mm-hmm. and put on a really good show. And it ended up doing really well. It was super fun. Yeah, well, that, that's, it was super fun. Yeah, like, that, New York Magazine gave us a bunch of review, really good accolades, all that jazz. So if anyone in America is listening right now, if you have something you're passionate about, whatever it is, focus and do it. It's that simple. Just focus and do it. I, I mean, that's... That's awesome because it, you're absolutely correct. You got to focus. You got to do it, and don't take no for an answer. How do you like that? Oh my gosh! If I took no for an answer in my life, I would never get anything done. No, and then I, we, like thirty thousand times a day. Yeah, well, we would uh, uh, we would be seeing uh, Rachel Ray guy uh, probably hosting Food Wars, and that wouldn't be that, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> no, that would be boring. Yeah, that'd be very boring. We don't we we, we don't like that. You bring some excitement to the show. And uh, I think, you know, when, any any show, the host is the key because you bring it all together and you do a fantastic job doing that. Uh, and, I mean, your your passion uh, transcends, you know, from from life to, to everything. And you're always uh, wanting to learn more and do more. Am I wrong about yeah, that? I, no, you're totally yeah. right. I And I wish more people, and I think that they do, and I think that's part of why... TV is kind of changing. People have a thirst for knowledge and for trying new things. 
there is nothing wrong with failing. What, what, there's something wrong with is not trying. Like, if more people just tried, just try. What are you afraid of? You're afraid of dragging? Go jogging. Just try it. You're afraid of learning how to cook? Go cook. Not that big of a deal. Failure is an option, and it's a great option. But, but it's okay to fail, you know, because the more times you fail, you know what? Your success is, and I say this all the time, your success is going to outshine your failures by a long margin. Just got to keep going for it. Absolutely. And how do you, I mean, I'm sure you know this too, how do you learn? How do you expect to actually gather the knowledge to succeed if you haven't learned the wrong way to do things? Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to go through the process. Everything's a process. You know, you can't, yes. you can't shelter yourself. No. Oh, my goodness. Definitely not. So now I want to hear about some of your adventures. I know you're an adventurous person. Just um, I just know you are. So, (laughs) you know, so why don't you tell us about some of your adventures? Okay, pick a continent. All right. uh, I don't know. South America. Okay. When I was in Bonaire, which is technically a Dutch-settled island off the coast of Venezuela, I was free-diving with a bunch of stingrays. And free-diving just means you hold your breath and you dive down and you kind of play with the stingrays, which may or may not be the most environmental thing. They don't seem to mind, I guess. But, okay, while I was doing that, touching the stingray, coming back up, doing these things... um, there was a few people down the way that were also kind of free diving, scuba diving. It's a right to dive island. And all of a sudden you see, I see this woman freaking out, like completely freaking out. And so my boyfriend at the time and I kind of swam shore and then ran over to where she was. And she's like, I can't find my husband. And Steve Irwin is dead. I can't find my husband. And Steve Irwin is dead. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And so Steve Irwin, at literally around the same time that we were free diving with stingrays, was, as you know, barbed through the heart by a stingray, mm-hmm. free diving with it. And this man that was also free diving, uh, we tried to go out and find him. In the meantime, I got stung by a giant urchin and had this huge, swollen, pus-filled foot from stepping on an urchin. Ooh. He ended up dying because he was free diving and went unconscious from it. And sunk to the bottom and drowned. Ooh, um, <laughs> how's that for an adventure? Yeah, yeah, that that's uh, that's a big adventure. That's uh, that's wow. But but you're but you you came out okay, right? I came out pretty much unscathed, minus Good. the antibiotics for the urchin injury. Good. But I guess what that means is, don't go free diving without someone in a boat next to you, and don't play with stingrays. That's my advice. Yeah. So don't do as I do, just do as I say, right? <laughs> don't even do that. Don't even That's do that. Ignore, ignore that. Just cut that out of the interview. Let's just, don't even enjoy that. No, we, we need to keep everything in here. You know, this is what makes it fun because we just keep rocking and rolling. Uh, now, you, that, that's one adventure that you've done. You've done a lot of stuff. You travel all over the world pretty much. Uh, you know, doing your adventurous things, uh, mm-hmm. but but tell us what what else you have going on in in your career, um, you know, because I I know I have I have a whole list of things, and it's like, all right, I can't go through all this, so you're going to tell me what you have going on, commercials, films, this that, uh, hit me with it. 
Uh, so we've got Food Wars, Design Wars, the movie show. We're working on a webisode called Hag, which will make sense when you when I send you the link for it. But it's about hosts and game shows. It's very very funny. Okay. Um, I'm working on a commercial that I can't talk about yet, but you'll see me when you're watching TV. I just know it. Uh-huh. Um, it's got Sassy Pole Girls, Lululemon. I'm working at a deal with Carver Skateboards. Do you know Carver Skateboards? I uh, heard of them. Oh my gosh, the most amazing skateboards on the planet. It's basically surfing on the sidewalk. So I'm doing some stuff with them, doing workshops in New York City, teaching women how to skateboard. Um, what else? What else? I feel like there's so much. Oh, and I'm doing, I have a, a book coming out oh. called Closet Fatty. And that should hopefully go onto the shelves and into the iPads and Kindles this November. And it's all about the best places in New York to work out and to eat. Hey, you just You just want to touch on everything, don't you? Life is too short. Have fun. Do it all. Try it all. I think that's awesome because a lot of people are afraid to take that chance. You know, they embrace mediocrity and they they're afraid of the of their own success, which is weird. But you know, what we're here to do as much as we can. We have one life, right? Yep, that's right. And you're you're making the most of it, no doubt about it, across the board. Uh, So now let's go back to Food Wars because that's uh, your main hosting gig. You know, tell me what. What's, what was the most exciting uh, time? I know you, you you shot a lot of shows. I want to hear about the most exciting time that you've had on Food Wars. Okay. Uh, side note, uh-huh. eating as much food as I want in some of the best restaurants in America is always exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Seriously, I get to stuff my face with the best of the best. Oh. Okay, but aside from that, in Chicago... The the two restaurants that were featured, there was quite a heated battle to the point of maybe some weapons being pulled and maybe some serious scuffles going down between restaurants with knives and guns. Ooh. And uh, that was pretty, pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, look, for you exciting other people, holy crap, they're <laughs> scared. Yeah. For you, it's it, like was a- it was so Chicago. I mean, don't you think when like when I think of Chicago, I totally think of just like crazy mafioso, like you know, like Al Capone that, type of stuff. Totally, yes. <laughs> and that I, oh my gosh, it was so true. It was so true. Like every stereotype of Chicago is true. The nicest, most amazing people, but you look at them the wrong way, and they've got a butterfly knife in their sock, waiting. Oh, nice. So we have to smile at everyone, right? Right. <laughs> When you go to Chicago, smile when you go to Chicago. <laughs> exactly. And just keep smiling. They bump into you, just smile. Just keep walking. <laughs> my fault. My fault. Okay, thanks. Exactly. Bye. Yeah, see you later. Goodbye. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Now, now, Camille, uh, tell me, what what do you have uh, going on um, charity-wise? What, what, what do you do? Because I know, again, you're doing all this stuff, but you also do a lot of good things, and I want to hear about it. Oh, thanks, Lou. Um, I teach a women's with disabilities class. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, it's usually for older women, and it's if they have muscular dystrophy or MS or some type of ailment where they can't move their bodies, I come in once a week and kind of work with them. Um, I was a personal trainer for a long time, mm-hmm. and my, I specialized in geriatric and kind of hospice care just because I think it's so important to keep moving right. and keep the brain and body agile. So I do that once a week, and then I'm also working um, with a foundation based out of Atlanta that's kind of just 
it's mainly based out of design wars. That's how I met these people. And it's just trying to advocate human rights and children's rights as far as giving them a clean bed to sleep in, Mm -hmm. schools that don't have asbestos, you know, just any way to bring attention to kind of the dangers of some of the schools, the lead paint, you know, all the plastics and stuff, dirty water in schools in America. It's, it's insane. So we're working on kind of bringing attention to that as much as we can. All right. I think that's great stuff. You know, uh, a, a lot you, know, you have a lot of people that do that do a lot of good things in, in the world, but giving back is a key thing, and and I'm I'm happy that you brought all that up with what you're doing because, uh, you know, people. I, I I mean, you don't promote it. You're not you're not plugging. You're not promoting. I I, I know. I I kind of know how you are, so I kind of know that you're doing all these things, and I think yeah. people should know about it. So maybe, Thanks, it, well, maybe it'll inspire them to actually go out and uh, pay it forward a little bit. I think that more than anything, be aware of your community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are. I, I do it too. I'm sure you do it too, Lou. You know how it is. You get on your BlackBerry. You get on your iPhone. You do your thing. You forget to look around. But if you just look around a little bit, there's always somebody that could use just a little help. A door opened. Help with their bags. You know, maybe whatever. You never know. But gosh, it just feels so good to give 30 seconds of your time to help somebody else. I mean, what, what does it take? You know, if you're walking on, uh, down the street, you're, you're in a subway. I mean, I see it, you know, in New York, you know, you see someone with a baby carriage or with a suitcase that's too heavy, and you're like, you know what, let me give you a hand. Let me let me yeah. help you up, you know. Um, and, I mean, I, I mean, in New York, and people, I think a lot of people have a misconception, and they think that everybody's rude, and that's not the case. You know, we're all... No way! We're, we're all looking to help. <laughs> yeah. I think New York, I really, really believe that New Yorkers are some of the nicest people just don't get them during rush hour, and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because everybody's rushing around. And, oh, my God, it's ridiculous, you know. Uh, but, but yeah, you, you're paying it forward is, is definitely the way to go. Build your community. Start with your apartment building. Start with the people that you see every day, the, you know, the doorman that you walk by every day, the people in the grocery store. It's amazing how much more fun it is to live someplace if you actually commit to the neighborhood that you're a part of. Oh, and that, that people should take that to heart. Uh, l- let me ask you about your webisode. I'm going to go back to, uh, to to your career. Um, I want to hear more about the, more about the webisode and what you're, uh, you know, what you're doing and what 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 you plan on doing with it uh, down the road. Uh, so we, we slate for filming. Oh, I also have a DVD coming out. I forgot I'm doing a pole dancing DVD for fitness. I totally forgot oh, to tell you that. Lou. See, I, I got to buy that one. <laughs> Oh, really? You're going to learn how to pull dance? Actually, I'll get you in great shape. I'm telling you, your glutes have never been so strong than after a pole dancing yeah. class. That, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to get my glutes in shape. Just trying to get the glutes <laughs> pumped back. Okay, all right. Another conversation. Another, day. <laughs> another conversation, another day for sure. <laughs> but yeah, but so the you... webisode is basically just going to be um, kind of a spoof on the world that I've been living in for the past eight years as mm-hmm. far as you know, the industry. It's just, I think it'd be really fun for people to kind of see what's happening on the other side of the camera. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got this really great writer that I know that also used to work for Family Guy and some other people, blah, blah, blah. Nice. But uh, the script is funny, and hopefully it goes well. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm sure it is, because, again, you know, how you are as a person and your personality, if that's going to trickle in to how the writing's going to go for it, uh, you're going to have a hit. 
Thank you. And, Thank you. And, I, and I'm saying it now. It's going to be a hit because I know when it's a hit that when I go to call you the next time, you're going to say, Lou who? I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, that's an that's an inside joke now. <laughs> Lou who? Lou who? <laughs> who, who? Who are you? I don't know any Lou's. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny. That's an inside joke. We're not going to talk about that anymore. No, definitely. Uh, another, another conversation another day, Lou. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, all right, so your DVD. When is that coming out? Uh, you know what? I'm. I'm working on it. I want it to be perfect. I want it to be available for every woman, and I want it to make sense and really get women in shape and really get them in sensual and physical shape. That's the goal. So it's I'm taking my time with it. I really want it to be perfect. Okay, I, I, I understand that. You know, you want to put out a product because it's a uh, part of you. It's part. It's, it's uh, you're branding it, so it has to be what you want it to be. Yeah, and more importantly. I just, I don't know. I don't know, Lou. I'm sure you buy workout DVDs all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm in line for those bad boys. <laughs> when I buy a DVD, I'm always like, what is this garbage? Like, what? why did I just buy this? Ugh, I get so mad. So I just, I want to do it right. I want women to be able to get in shape and to feel great and not feel like they got jerked around. Well, I don't think no you, pun intended. Well, yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> but I'm bump. Uh, <laughs> too funny, you know. But yeah, I, I think that uh, you know, just again, just how you are and whatnot. You're gonna bring p- perfection to the table. I mean, it's perfect for you, and I think you're gonna have uh, people adhering to it. And I think you're gonna do very well with the DVD. Uh, your sales should climb, um, and I, I will plug it as much as I, as much as possible. Thank you. More importantly, I just want women to be comfortable in their own skin. Mm-hmm. I want people to stop thinking they have to be thin and perfect all the time. It's okay to just be yourself. That, that is what I want. More than anything else, that. Well, I, I think you're going to make that happen. And now I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want us to talk about two things, okay? And I'm, I need your input on it, all okay. right? I want to know, I mean, for, for, for the youth, and you know that that's an important part of society. You know, people have to, I guess, give some sort of um, direction, some sort of um, something to, for these kids to allow them to achieve their goals, reach for them, fight for them, do something. You know, what would you say to these kids to to what, what would you say to them to try to help them uh, have that mindset? The, the mindset to succeed? Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, geez Louise, there's so many things. I think not being afraid to fail mm-hmm. and focus. Like if you, kn- and follow your heart. I, I don't know. There's, I mean, geez, how many cliche, cliche things can I say? Okay, here's, here's, here's what I'm going to say. This is what I did and it worked really well for me. Don't do drugs. Don't have sex until you're out of college, and make sure to call your parents once a week. I feel like if you do those three things, you will stay grounded, you will stay focused, and you'll stay out of trouble. It'll keep, <laughs> it'll keep you in check. I mean, and then you'll have all this free time because you're not doing drugs and having sex. You can get lots done. Oh, my God. Well, I hope that they listen to you. That would be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, but the, but At the very least, don't do drugs. De- definitely drugs are a no-no. And we have a big problem with that, not only in the United States, but throughout the world with the prescription drugs and everything. I, mean, I have a lot of things to talk to say about that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. And it's unnecessary. There's, I'm telling you, 
that cliff jumping into an awesome body of water is way, way more drug-induced than some prescription pill. Like, the drugs that your body can secrete if you just push yourself to the edge in a, in a positive way, like going running, going mountain biking, you know, trying new things, it's so much more rewarding. Yeah, no, without a doubt. That, that That's living life, you, you know, that's, you know, because you have that inside of you. And I guess people yeah. are always chasing that adrenaline, that, that, that little, that high. Yeah, but you can have that high out of life. Yes. If you and want it. It's so great. It's so much better. And there's really no side effects other than you're in great shape and you're mentally alert and aware, yeah. which is, you know, that's good. Yeah, well, the side effect, you may scare people, but that's okay. <laughs> you might pick people up and twirl them around. No big deal. You're like, yeah, you, you, you were my, uh, you were my significant other, but I guess I'm too much for you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It does happen. Uh, okay. so, so now, if you had to, I guess, sum up, um, I guess, I guess how you are, or, or what you would, what message you would like to put out there for for women. For them to get inspired, what would you say to them to get them inspired to, you know, getting themselves back in shape, living life? You may have five kids, but you know what? You can still get yourself back in shape. What would you say to that to that group of women um, to help inspire them? You know, as someone who has a mom who's in great shape after having seven kids, and I have three sisters who all have five, three, and two kids, um... You know, I know how easy it is to forget to put yourself first. And your job as a woman is to put yourself first, to put your husband second, and to put your children third. And I know that right now women are freaking out, being like, what is she talking about? She has no idea what it's like to be a mother. The best moms are the moms that understand how to be women first. Mm -hmm. If you don't respect yourself and respect your own time and respect your own needs, there's no way that your children will be able to grow up and respect theirs. So the best way to be a good mom is to be a good woman and just make time for yourself guilt-free. Be okay with needing that time for yourself. I, I think, yeah, I, I think that's leading by example, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I, uh, I think some women have it in their minds that, hey, you know what, I have to sacrifice my life for my children. Yeah, I mean, you obviously... You, you want to, you know, do everything you can to give them a better life and everything, but you're not supposed to stop living yourself. No. Yeah. It's, I mean, you, you're so much happier. Physically, scientifically, you are a happier person if you're exercising. And Lord knows you're going to want to kill those little monsters once a day anyway. You might as well enjoy the rest of the time based off of having a more balanced brain from exercising. Yeah. You need. They need. You would need your time. I think anyone. Uh, I don't care if you're a woman, man. You need your time, your own time. Keep, yeah, you know. agreed. And I think that uh, the the women out there again uh, that have the uh, the five kids, or even if you don't have the five kids and you want to get in shape, you have to look. They have to look out for your DVD because I think that's going to help them <laughs> a lot. I really do. Uh, what's the What's the title going to be? I haven't picked a title yet. I was thinking Get Sassy, but it's not, it's something so much more than that. It's, I mean, it's it's a total emotional and physical makeover. So if you have any good ideas for a title for that, let me know. I'm just working on content right now. The title will come, I'm uh, sure. But. Yeah, it's, it's going to come. I'm sure it's going to be uh, beyond sassy. I have a, I have a feeling. <laughs> Thanks, Lulu. Thanks. I, yeah, no problem, no problem. You know, I think, look, uh, and I think I know, 
uh, you've done a lot of amazing things uh, to date. Uh, I think that you're not, you haven't, you haven't even come close to peaking. I mean, the, the, the world's in front of you. Your, your career is just blossoming. And I see a lot of great things uh, happening for you uh, down the road. You know, we, you know, I wanted to have you on the show a little while ago, but, uh, you know, scheduling never didn't work out. Uh, but now I have you on the show. And, uh, and I'm happy that you did come on because I, people are going to be able to hear your story. And, and hear about what you've done and where you're going. And I think where you're going is going to be a fantastic place. Thanks. I just want everyone to come along with me. It's so fun. It's so fun to have fun. And yeah. there's no reason for people not to. So thanks. thanks for giving me the opportunity to talk with you. And I hope people just have more fun. And, and I think that they should take your words to heart because life is not about working all the time and no. and killing yourself and then you don't have you don't enjoy it then you're you're 60 70 years old looking in the mirror saying hey what happened to me Absolutely That's not good I mean I've been really lucky but I also I don't work that much I do just enough to stay in the green and never be in debt mm-hmm. but I don't I turn down a lot of jobs because I really think it's important to just find time explore and to just love life more than money yeah well i mean and you're doing it but you're doing great things that that's because you're you're happier so you're actually achieving the things you want to achieve you better believe that that's the way it goes so now what you need to do is tell our listeners how they can find out more about you how they're they can uh actually uh keep track of your career because as i said (coughs) your career is gonna blossom woman and uh, and I want them to be able to stay in touch uh, and be in tune to what you have going on. Sure. Well, my phone number is seven one. No, <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that! Oh my God! <laughs> There's going to be a buzz. Buzz. <laughs> you know they can go to my website, which is uh, Camille Ford's official site, and dot com, and uh, they can kind of find out about what I'm doing there. I try to update it as much as possible. And uh, hopefully you'll let me come back on your show and we can talk about when Closet Fatty comes out and the DVD and all that jazz. And, oh. you know, but really I think just my website is kind of where I touch base. Okay. You, you don't Twitter or tweet or, or that type oh, of thing? I guess I do. I tr- you know what? I, I tweet a little bit. Cami Ford. It's just C-A-M-I Ford. Cammy Ford. A little tweet. Not a big tweet. A little tweet. <laughs> Baby tweet. Baby tweet. Baby tweet. Baby tweet. Oh, They're like, Chirps. <laughs> You're chirping a little bit. That's that's, that, that's right. funny. That is hilarious. But yeah, I mean, you know, go go ahead. No, please go. No, talk. I want to hear you. I was just going to say that whatever I tweet, it's usually just a picture of whatever food I'm making or whatever mountain I'm climbing. So if you're into that, then definitely check on Twitter. But otherwise, just go to my website or go read a book Agreed. or get off of Facebook and read a book. You know what? Don't check my website. Go read a book that you want to read. That's way more fun. Look, look how selfless you are. That's fantastic. I like it. I like it. And and you know what? You you're always welcome on the show and I am going to have you on because I think next time around you're going to have a lot of things to talk about with the DVD, the book, the this, the that, your webisodes and all this stuff and then you you're going to you're going to take over my show and then I'm going to be <laughs> hanging out with Rachel Ray guy saying, "Hey, what happened?" <laughs> and I'll just be laughing maniacally in the corner. <laughs> the world is mine. <laughs> You're hilarious. You're great. You're great. Well, again, I, I think um, 
I think that what what you how you are and what you've done and what you're going to do uh should be uh, a guideline to to people not to give up and keep fighting for your dreams because that's what you did. You kept fighting. And yeah, and you know, be open to what the universe holds. Like I didn't know I was going to get into hosting. It's just going to happen. Just be open. Yeah. Enjoy the possibility of not knowing. It's okay. It's okay not to know to go into the darkness because you know what? There's light at the end of the tunnel. Somewhere there's light. You'll find it. Exactly. All right. All right, Cammy. thank you for coming on the show. And, uh, yeah, you know, we're going to have you back on. And is there any, any, any parting words for our listeners? Drink lots of water and stretch. <laughs> yeah, you heard it there from Camille Ford, <laughs> host of Food Wars. Check her out. Go to her site. And uh, go go on Google. Just just put Camille Ford in there. You can find out a whole bunch of things on her. Uh, great person, and uh, you know, again, she's a, a star that's uh, just shining now. But it's gonna really, you're gonna be like a starburst, like poof. Thanks. It's gonna be awesome. But Cami, we'll do it together. We'll explode into happy. Happy awesomeness together. Yeah, people may take that out of context. Now, on on that <laughs> on, on, on that note. Oh, uh, God. oh, God. <laughs> oh my God! Awkward. Okay, time to go. All right, All Gabby. Right. Um, bye. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Lou. Have a great night. You too. Bye bye. What is your major malfunction? All that is written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.